I'm Neil Wilkins, and welcome to The Mindful Living Show. So I'd like to uh, just have a little bit of a chat, um, really informally, before we get into the the whole presentation of um, what LifeMap is about. Um, Just want to have a little chat with you, really, about the motivation behind LifeMap. It's it's one of those things that... um, I guess comes in so many different sort of um, shapes and guises you know you see a lot of people who have uh, and I've actually used these and actually I'm using some at the moment myself um, things like mood boards uh, vision boards where you know you have your lovely images of um, things that you desire places that you want to be places you want to go people you want to be with and you have all these images on this little board and the, and the idea is that it's meant to kind of motivate you to uh, you know um, have that intention and attract um, those kinds of things and um, it, it works. It does work. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say that it doesn't work. And um, in lots of ways, I guess you know, I met Sonia through that very that very mechanism. So, in a very indirect and circuitous route. But um, so it it does kind of work. And um, so I am an advocate for that. But I think with something like Life Map, which um, you're going to see um, in this module, it's it's a more fundamental thing. It's a more um, structured, um, useful, and certainly much more holistic view of your um, map of your life going forward. Um, But it also takes and really sort of pays, you know, huge attention to the influences from your past. So it doesn't just look at your future self and say, hey, I want to be in this particular sort of situation or position. It very much looks at how did I get to where I am today? Um, because some of the things that have happened um, in your life to this point are going to serve you really well going forward um, into the future. But some of the things um, we might describe as uh, as baggage, um, Sonia describes these things as pebbles, um, and they're things that you can either untether from or um, maybe just really discard because they're not going to serve you going forward. So what life map does it allows you to build at a very fundamental kind of building block level it allows you to build a future self and a future life from a really holistic perspective that actually treats the situations experiences skills and stuff that's gone on with your life to this point actually treats that in a way that um, doesn't really sort of say potentially sort of pay homage to it but it it uses it to really recognize it and become really self-aware around it and and for me that's really really important because it gives you the correct context from which you can build the right things for the future that you desire Um, what we don't want to do is sugarcoat the situation going forward and actually be in denial of the things that are going to hold you back, maybe sabotage your journey, um, maybe not provide the um, the real kind of context and the real kind of world situations that are going to actually service you and, and serve you uh, going forward. So it's really, really, really important that we understand you know, kind of how we got to where we are today so that we can actually get to a, a sensible and, you know, um, really um, achievable position and place in the future so what life map does it gives you those building blocks and I, you know, i'm really looking forward to sharing these with you and we'll share these with you very very soon um, what it also does is it opens up um, a level i would sort of describe as probably curiosity 
um, in the world and perhaps the journey itself that you've, you've encountered to this point. So what it allows you to be is um, possibly not completely obsessed by the destination, but it allows you to actually enjoy the journey itself. So this word curiosity, you're going to hear quite a lot and you're going to see quite a lot of this because about being curious enables you to be very aware, very awake um, and very um, sort of aware of how things that are happening around you, sort of through people, to people and from people um, and situations and scenarios that you face. It allows you to try and kind of figure out what do I need to learn from these things and you can reflect the things that are going to serve you in your life map and you can discard um, and detach from the things that won't serve you. So it gives you a structure and a process to go through. So I'm really, really excited to share that with you. Um, another thing with life map is that it is a um, it is something that is a map. I mean, it really is a destination. It's a guide. It's having um, a clear purpose. It's about figuring out. Um, where you envisage and would like to be, where you dream to be, the kinds of things that will relate to your passions going into the next year, going into the next five years, going into the next 10 years, maybe even going to the next 50 years. Now you can decide the time scale on this and based on where you are in your life right now, um, I'll help you to become sort of clear as to what that's going to be and what would be appropriate. Um, for me, I have a 50 year plan. So I'm into my second half as I like to sort of describe it in my, uh, of my life. And so I have a 50 year plan. Um, I know where I want to be. I know what it's going to look like, but it's not the destination that I get super passionate about. It's actually the journey that's taking me there. Um, and I'm now four years into my uh, my 50-year plan and even to this point I would say it's so exciting by the day um, living it and breathing it yes you know you're one step closer and one breath closer to dying it's a it's a fact of life and many people sort of uh, ignore that fact uh, we'll cover that later in the program um, but when you know that if you're going to live for 80 years you only have 4160 weeks to enjoy it tends to focus your mind. Um, now you can choose to deny that, you can choose not to pay attention to that, but for me it's really, really important to know that this that there is an ultimate um, sort of nature to this thing. And so for me, life map is so important because it enables me to um, breathe kind of energy into the day, every single day, and it means that I can actually energize myself, empower myself, um, attend to things that are going to serve me and actually you know, work for me. It um, helps me to structure my days and my months and my weeks and my, my years um, in a way that actually helps me to service others as well. Because if you find your life passion, you find your purpose, you find um, kind of your destiny and your reason for, for doing this kind of stuff and your reason for really focusing in, then what that allows you to do using something like LifeMap, it allows you to really create the structure that enables you to do that consistently because one of the things that we find as we're going on our journeys but certainly helping others um, is that it's all about creating great habits not just good habits not just habits but really great habits habits that um, work for you but also that work for your life map and so that it enables you to grow literally and develop every single day um, and it's not meant to be a chore this is something that um, life map enables you to do it enables you to kind of feel hear, and see things as you go on your life journey literally by the minute um, and it just keeps you awake it keeps you focused and it allows you to filter out stuff that's not serve, serving you it allows you to filter out stuff that you want to change it allows you to create some priorities 
Um, and, it, and it's really interesting because uh, most people kind of treat their worlds in a very sort of binary fashion. So they might do a, a, toy, um, a coin toss, for example, and if it lands on heads, they do one thing. If it lands on tails, they do another. And yet when it lands on heads rather than tails and they've made this kind of commitment to do something, to me it's much more about how that um, coin toss landing on heads feels as opposed to actually what it actually then makes you decide to do it's actually about how it feels so the essence of life map is that it's not something you become beholden to it's something that evolves with you as you go on this life journey so your life map today is going to look very different to the one next year and the one in five years time and the one in ten years time there'll be a lot of different constituent parts as you've started to build you know your understanding of how this journey is feeling um, is it still serving you? Um, and some of the sort of techniques and things that I'm going to take you through will allow you to make those kinds of decisions. So, so yes, it's going to be a motivational tool. Yes, it's going to be something that will remind you to keep those great habits going on a day-to-day -day basis. Yes, it's going to give you a, a, a really clear view of that destination. Um, and yes, it's going to be something that you're probably going to want to share with those around you who um, are important in your life. So your partner, your family and, and close friends. It's the kind of thing that people, um, once they start to use something like LifeMap, they really become um, totally engaged and immersed with it. And for the right reasons. So you're not going to become beholden to it, but it becomes something that is your, your root map. And that is um, why we've called it Life Map because it is this map that's going to allow you to enjoy every moment of your life and even the negative things that inevitably are going to happen you know you will have loss you will have bereavement you will have things that are going to really fundamentally challenge who you are as an individual but life map will allow you to then bring yourself kind of back on course and really kind of get a, a, a solid perspective of really your higher purpose why you're here um, and give you a reason for, for living every day to its fullest so I'm really excited to share this with you um, and I just wanted to really kind of share some of the background thinking and some of the background reasoning behind why personally I feel it's really, really important uh, and I'm using it on a day-to-day -day basis. So life map. What is life map and how can you use it to enable, and I think that's a really key word for this, enable a conscious, mindful, energised, an activated world for yourself going forward. That is really the essence, really, of what um, Life Map's about. So, the building blocks for Life Map, and I think this is where for me it's a really important exercise. The building blocks for Life Map are that we move from something that's very focused around today, but actually have a number of different kind of views of our futures going forward. Okay, so I will talk about this one. A little bit later right so soul contract is something that's kind of almost off the radar right now we might not know what that is and in fact we're very unlikely to know what that is at this point okay so we're going to focus on some of the the lower levels of the map of our life going forward okay so you can choose when you come to creating your own life map you can choose the titles that relate to the length of map of your life that you want to be creating. Okay, So for some people, almost certainly today, the month and the year is going to be relevant. For some people, a five-year life map 
might be the destination that they're looking for. For other people, they might want to add in a 10 years. For some people, and mine personally, is a, it's a 50-year life map. Okay, now you could look at that and think, how is that going to transform my world? How can I even see 50 years into the future? The point is you can't. The point is that right now you can't see that far into the future. What we have are a number of different perceptions actually within this map that we're creating. Okay, so when we start to create a map, and I'll show you some of the things that we're going to be able to put into this, but when we start to create the map, when we talk about today, it's, okay, before my next sleep, before the next time I sleep, what am I going to do? What is my world? How is it going to look? How is it going to feel? What do I want in it? What's going to serve me? What's not serving me? Decisions around the today. So that you get the most value from today. Whatever today is for you. We also then need to accumulate, if you like, 30 of these todays to create our month. And our month is a view of our next 30 steps. So in other words, how, by doing something today, is our world going to change in 30 steps time? Because if you add in these 30 days that you're working to, 30 days of activity, 30 days of thinking, 30 days of self-development, 30 days of work, 30 days of holiday, of traveling, whatever it happens to be, where will you then be in a month's time? And then we go to what I'm going to term the visible horizon, the year. So for most of us, we can think probably quite consciously and probably quite accurately in year steps. So a life map that has a view of the visible horizon, almost like, okay, in a year's time, so one year's time, 12 months, 12 of these building blocks, these months, and 365 of these todays, where am I going to be? What do I want that to look like? How is that going to look, feel, taste, smell? Who am I going to be? What am I going to be? How am I going to be there? What's it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? So really, really understanding that world, that almost holistic view of you and what it is that you're experiencing to your visible horizon. Then we move into a whole different kind of review stage, if you like. I'm, I'm, I'm calling these celebration points. Because as you achieve each of these levels or each of these stages in your life map, so at the end of today, a little celebration, a little kind of appreciation, a little bit of gratitude over, well, what did I do today? Yeah, what did I learn today? How did I grow today? What did I experience today? What did I give today? There'll be things in here, and we'll look at what these are going to be a little bit later, but little celebration points. Before your next sleep, what is it? that you can celebrate about today. The end of the month, there could be another celebration point. I did 30 steps, 30 of these todays. And now where am I? What have I done? What have I achieved? What have I given? What have I taken? What am I grateful for? End of that month. Another celebration point, 365 days away from today, 365 of these conscious, aware, mindful, self-aware days away. Celebration point. What have I done in that year? 
Maybe there's a review point there where you start to think, okay, let's look back on that year and then maybe let's look at my next year or as I'm suggesting here, let's look at maybe a stretch horizon. If that's our visible horizon that we can get our thoughts and our minds and our um, intentions and our energies focused on, maybe then there's a stretch horizon which is quite some way away. Now I'm saying this is beyond the visible horizon. You can't really see what that is. You can probably predict quite accurately a year ahead but I would challenge probably that you could predict five years ahead exactly where you're going to be but to have a view that you can review within your life map of what that might look like feel like who you might be with the things that are going to serve you the things that you're serving what you're going to be grateful for at that point a lot of this is about intention but it allows you then to create this stretch horizon and it allows you to start asking the questions what if what if I did this? What if I learned this? What if I gave this? What if I was with this person? What if I was doing this? What if I was... The what if question allows you to think of a stretch horizon. Maybe if you can achieve that stretch horizon, you could then start to look at what I'm calling elevation. So then you start to think, well, okay, if I doubled that period, what if in 10 years time, what would, I have, what would I have learned? What would I have grown to? Who would I be with? Who would I be influencing? Who would be influencing me? Who do I need with me at that stage? What should I have learned? What should I have given? What should I be grateful for? There's a pattern here, but an elevated, and I've used the word elevation because in the map, and these are cartography, some of these are cartographic terms, and because we're gonna be creating a map here, the elevation tends to be a little bit higher than you are at this level. So if you're elevated, you've probably grown, you've probably developed, you're probably wiser, you're probably stronger, you're probably more capable and able to give and to serve, and you're probably giving more value to others around you. So if you're elevated within a 10-year frame, you could decide it's not 10, it's another number, because it's your life map, but where would you elevate to? And then I'm saying that there is this kind of apex, if you like, of the map, which is beyond that, which says, well, okay, so what's my ultimate dream? What is the end goal? What is my North Star? The North Star is this kind of guiding light, this guiding kind of principle as to who I am, what I can offer, what I'm grateful for, what I give, what I am in this world. So your North Star, you could describe as being, well, that's my vision. That, that is the whole purpose, that is my reason. That obviously then can be achieved, or you can be guided by that, by focusing on the elevation, which is fed by the stretch horizon, which is definitely fed on a, a, an annual basis by your year target, which is your visible horizon, which in turn comes back to, well, okay, what are you gonna do in this first 30 steps to help you on that journey? And of course, it all starts today. And in fact, actually, there probably is another level a little deeper than that, which says, what am I going to do right now to achieve this day, which is part of the month, which is part of the year? So what we're looking at here are steps upon steps upon steps. And it all starts here, right here, right now. Now, you can see I've got something at the top here. For, for a lot of people who I would say are very, kind of very, very mindful, have gone through you know, a huge amount of personal development and growth and learning through their lives, you, you would probably describe these as the sages, the really wise people um, in your world. 
they might have also identified at this point what their soul contract is. Your soul contract was the contract that you were negotiating, if you believe in this, these kinds of principles, that you were negotiating before you were born into the body in which you reside right now as you're watching this. So your soul contract is the value that you're bringing to this world, however you define it, which is over and above the vision. This is not a conscious thing. This is something that you have negotiated. Now, wouldn't it be a beautiful thing if by being very mindful, by being very grateful as you go through this process, it just so happens that your North Star was a subconscious view of your unconscious soul contract. Because you're probably not, as you watch this, sat there thinking, well, I know what my soul contract did. It is. But wouldn't it be amazing if, having gone through this process, you started to really identify what that soul contract was? There's an opportunity here. But it all begins here today. Life map is it's a long process. Um, we've got a lot of templates. We've got a lot of things that we're going to be working as through the entire program um, on this with you. What we need to focus on for back to the roots is to start to create the foundations. And the questions that I'm going to ask you to um, be uh, sort of working through and thinking about actually as we go through this particular module is what do I need? Growth and focus. And what do I have now? So those are three things, and we're actually going to work um, through them kind of in reverse order, because if we start with actually what assets, what features, what skills, what experience, what knowledge, what person I am that I have now, then we can start to see, okay, so how can I then use those things within my life map to plot out something that's meaningful? There is no point if you don't have the desire or capability to become the next president of the United States, there's no point putting your North Star as, I want to be president of the United States. What we're trying to do here is actually to put a context and a reality of something so that you can match your innate skills and experience and desires with a map that's going to help you to get to an elevated position and an elevated situation and have a guiding North Star light that is meaningful and that actually achieves something. Okay, so we're looking at a reality here to give you an experience that will be a, a desirable, and we're talking about stretch horizons here, we're talking about goals and, and, and aspirations that are probably way beyond what you've achieved so far, and that's fine and that's great, but we need to start on the basis of actually what do I have now? So starting down here, the four questions that I'd be thinking about here as we start to build this um, and as we start to complete the templates is, what are my highest priorities? So as you sit here right now watching this or listening to this, the first question I'd say in terms of what you have now is, what is my highest priority? Do I have other priorities? Another question I'd ask you to think about is, what are my most profound responsibilities? Now, if you're a parent, clearly one of your most profound responsibilities is your children. But what are the profound responsibilities do you have? Do you have responsibilities to others? Are you a carer? 
Do you have financial responsibilities? Do you have professional responsibilities? Are you responsible to people, to things, to situations? What are your most profound responsibilities? Because if we discard those and don't think about those, and they are your most profound ones, they're the, the most important ones to you, then no matter what you put in here, if we don't think about that, because that's obviously going to give you the context of how you do your, and create your life map going forward, we won't be able to do something that's achievable. So we need to base this on solid foundations. In the, what do I have now? Skills to serve. What skills do I have that I can bring to the world in which I reside? Or what skills do I have that could take me to new experiences in new places with new people? What skills to serve do I have? And the final question is, what are my deepest desires? Now, these are not necessarily questions you can just rattle off and say, yeah, well, it's this, it's this, it's this. These are reflections. These are things that it's well worth taking the time to think about. Now, some of these things you might think, well, I don't really understand kind of what my most profound responsibilities would be. So what we have is we have some um, within LifeMap, we have some building blocks that allow you to think about, okay, so how can I actually grow and focus? So the next sort of secret, if you like, um, for thinking about your profound responsibilities is that often you will find them emerging in your personal relationships and in your daily practice, whatever your daily practice means to you. And this could be, well, it is a fundamental daily practice that actually a profound responsibility is for my own physical well-being, for example. So my daily practice is that I take time for myself to meditate, to do yoga, to have space and time for myself. And maybe if I'm introverted, I want to take myself away and actually just be alone and regenerate and re-energize myself. That could be a profound responsibility. Because if you don't get it right for yourself, how can you then be able to serve others? Because you're probably not in the right space, you're probably not in the right physical shape to be able to do that. Skills to serve, you could say, well, okay, what do you mean by skills to serve? Well, it's things like your personal learning. So what do you have to learn to build upon these innate skills that you have and this innate experience that you have to offer? What kinds of things could you put into that mix that would actually help you to grow as a person? We're not looking at a timeline here yet. We're just thinking at a fundamental level. What kinds of things would really benefit me to learn to give me the skills to serve? And my career ikigai. What does he mean by that? Well, this is the perfect blend of, because most of us have financial responsibilities, we need to you know, be partly serving others. So if I could balance here my career, the kind of way that I generate value to society, the way that I actually earn, sort of, uh, earn a living, if I could balance that in an ikigai way, which is very much about aligning your purpose with the skills that you have, with what the world needs, with your highest desires, and that little sweet spot in the middle, that's your ikigai. So if you can create this lovely blend and this lovely mix of the skills that you need with a development program, with you know, for personal learning, with this whole career ikigai, and actually doing things that, you know, doing work and doing projects and having a, a job and a career that actually gives you personal satisfaction, that you're not just doing it, to pay the bills and actually doing stuff that really gets you not just here but also here that's really really important there in terms of this skills to serve it's about alignment and balance 
When it comes to deepest desires, what kind of things would we include in there? Well, for growing and focusing, maybe it's quality of life. Maybe the balance that you have in your world, the place that you live in, the um, experiences that you have, your work-life balance maybe, the kinds of things that you do, that's all in the quality of life. Is that what you have right now? What do you desire? What would you like to be attracting into your world? What do you want to position in terms of where you're going to be, who you're going to be with, how you're going to be living your life? And also we put in there spiritual living. Because with spiritual living, um, you might um, say, well, I'm not spiritual, I'm religious. Or you might say, well, I don't have a religion, but I'm spiritual. Or you might say, well, I'm not even really spiritual. I'm just, I'm just me living in the world. So just recognize that. This is about being aware. We're not here to judge. We're not here to say what's right and wrong. We're just saying about being aware of who you are being inside yourself, being very self-aware, being very, very mindful, being very thoughtful, ethical and sustainable, all of those you know, things that are so, so important to, to be as a human being right now. So what is it about your spiritual living that's going to allow you to grow and focus and that you could feed into this map as things that will allow you to figure out how to be and how to operate as a, as a better person? And coming over to the left again here, this highest priorities thing. What, what do we mean by highest priorities? Well, health and fitness, actually how healthy you are, things that you might want to do for and on behalf of your body. Is your diet appropriate? Is, the, is your sort of health regime, do you keep yourself fit? What kinds of things do you do? What could you do more of? What could you do less of? How are you sleeping comes into that mix as well. So this whole kind of wellness as opposed to illness, this whole wellness thing has got to be one of your highest priorities. Because if you're not ready, if you're not physically able to manifest the things over here because you're not in a great well state, then this thing is not going to work. And also abundant wealth. This is a really interesting one. A lot of people use programs for self-development to um, attempt to manifest you know, abundant wealth. Um, and also then they think about, well, wealth, that clearly means lots of money. It doesn't have to. What, what do you define as wealth? Is it to have enough money? Or as we put up here, you know, what do I need? Well, sufficient money to do what I want to be doing. What do I need? Also, I need people support. So I need it with my profound responsibilities to think, well, it's not just me doing this. I'm doing this in the context of others as well. Over here with the skills to serve and you know, thinking about my personal living and my career ikigai, there's probably a set of new skills that I need to foster and develop. Now, I might not know specifically what those are right now, but just being aware that there's probably an awareness that I have to keep very open-minded and have to keep really focused on. I might need some new skills. I don't know quite what those are right now, sat here today, but if I do need some new ones, I'm going to be listening and I'm going to be aware. And the deepest desires over here with the quality of life and the spiritual living, it's also about allowing yourself appropriate time. Because everybody says they're busy. You know, we live in a very busy, very chaotic, very noisy world. So what we're saying here is that these are the things that I probably need to be able to grow and focus, to be able to build upon what I actually have now. So think about what does sufficient money mean to me? What, what, what is enough? Think about who do I need to help support me in this whole journey of growth? 
What new skills do I have? And how am I going to shape and create and maybe reprioritize the time that I would always be spending doing other things or maybe even wasting time, which would be the worst thing to be doing. So if I can make appropriate use of time, then I stand some chance of using these things as the lower level, the root, the foundation building blocks to be able to begin to figure out what I'm going to create and put into my life map. So how's this going to relate to the rest of the program? So life map will be the uh, the core, if you like, of the, um, the thing that we're building as we, as we go through the programme. So as we go through each of the modules, each of the stages uh, and each of the sessions, think of life map as being the, the tool that sits at the heart of everything. Um, because as we go through this, and, and for example, you know, with the what do I need, when we go through the Maslow session uh, with you, we'll be talking about you know, some of these building blocks, which are your kind of fundamental um, elements, if you like, of um, your, your hierarchy of needs, the things that you actually physically need. When you come into the growth and focus and you look at your profound responsibilities, for example, when we talk about um, the, the archetypes, um, we'll be looking at, you know, kind of, you know, how are you using your archetypes to make decisions as to, you know, what are your most profound responsibilities? You now, where are you coming from, as it were? And your highest priorities, well, where do they come from? They don't just come from thin air. They're coming from some innate um, experiences and your biological DNA um, will start to figure into that um, particular equation. With the sabotage program, for example, um, that we'll be talking about, um, that will come in and impact here in the people relationships. You know, which personal relationships, which kind of people do you need to support you? People obviously are going to sort of foster this, uh, this life map as you develop it and as you start to deliver it on a daily basis. There's no need for you to be having and attracting people in here who are going to help you to sabotage your own program. So each of the sessions that we have will start to contribute into some of these areas. So consider the life map as very much the initial core building block from which you can then start to create this, this vision um, and this sort of, you know, in, in essence, really the, the heart, if you like, that sort of living and breathing part of your action plan. So I'd leave you with the thought as we go into the other sessions of how does your life map actually look feel, sound, and smell. Because for each and every one of us, it's a template that we can actually transform into something that's meaningful for us. So if it was me, for example, it would look something very like this. It would be very logical, it would be very step-by-step, -step, it would be very uh, formulaic, and I'd be using the templates in very much a black and white sense to create a very, very obvious and clear action plan. Um, how would it look, feel, sound and smell? If it was Sonia, for example, it would be glorious technicolour, artistic, three-dimensional, painted with imagery and there would probably be sounds and sort of, you know, loads of other things going on. So just the essence of, of Sonia's life map might have some of the, the similar same uh, sort of core um, sort of, you know, elements to it but actually would be presented in a very much a personalised way. So we'll explore that as we go through these sessions and, and how you can actually integrate your understanding and your self-development as you go through the programme into something that is actually really meaningful for you to have as a living, breathing thing. 
So life map is not something you do once a year and then you put it away on the shelf to gather dust. This is something that needs to be traveling with you as you go on your life journey. So as you keep taking these steps, not just the step before your next sleep, but the next 30 steps and up to your visible horizon, this thing is gonna be going with you. So it needs to be something that kind of works for you. So think about how would your life map, in a perfect world, how would it look, how would it feel, how would it sound, and how would it smell?